Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this special edition of the Sports Forecaster Podcast. This is Nathan, and I'm here alone to run down my betting slip for the NFL this weekend. Now, this is something that I'm going to try to do every weekend for you guys, is to run down, go game by game this weekend and Monday night to give you what um, I feel is going to happen in these games, so... I've, you know, from the sports analyst podcast to this podcast, I'm still using this um, um, algorithm that that has been very, very successful for me. I'm constantly updating it. I'm constantly making it better and better each and every week. So a quick rundown of what this is all about. If you're new to this, um, I, I've put this together a couple of years ago when I first started my own solo podcast and um I used it for uh, for football, um, specifically for the bowl season, but for the NFL. And I was able to predict games at a very, very high level, at a very, very high percentage. Um, and then when COVID happened, I kind of took a step back, took the um, just kind of took some time off because sports wasn't really happening. And now that they're back into gear, we're starting the Sports Forecasters podcast. Um, so I have a uh, Nick. Um, as a as a great co-host partner, um, and, and we're really kickstarting this. So, I had posted my Nate's eight picks. So check those out. Uh, right now, I'm three for three of the eight. I got all three of my college ones correct yesterday, and um, a couple of them were a little um, were a little uh, risky. I picked two underdogs to win uh, Notre Dame and Arkansas. So. Nailed that, and then the Oklahoma game, I picked the under. So right now, three for three. Let's see if I can finish it off and get the five in the NFL. But this podcast is for you listeners that really, you know, maybe you're able to to sports bet legally in your state, and this will give you a rundown of all the games. It's not just a, a quick overview, and it's not just my innate eight. It's every game. I'll give you some tidbits to look at. And and um and help you out for this weekend. So if you're putting a betting slip together, if you want to put a parlay together, I'll tell you which games I have a lot of high confidence in. That would be maybe a parlay game. Um, and I'll I'll tell you games to stay away from. So basically, this is my betting slip. Um, and the confidence I have in each of these games. So if you play into sports bet this weekend, you plan a sports bet today. Listen to this podcast. Uh, get your phone ready. Um open up the app while you're listening and so i will guide you through that so i'm very excited this is really cool this is something i want to do every weekend so like i said if you if this is something you want to do every weekend and you want a, an opinion make sure you tune in so without further ado let's get started um so i'm going to run through this list here and in the order i have it it's, it's probably not in the same order as the games but um in the order i have it so we'll start with the uh actually the new york jets at denver this is a game that I'm going to stay a little bit away from today, uh, mainly because I'm predicting basically exactly what Vegas is predicting, and um, that's one of my rules of thumbs. If if the if the score and the prediction for like the spread and the over under is is super close to what Vegas is predicting, then we're on the same page. So I'm going to stay away from that. Um, as a sports better, if that's what you do. Um, at least for me, I like to look at the games and situations where 
maybe Vegas and I don't agree um, as much. Those are the ones I want to take advantage of. That's the, that's the areas I want to take advantage of to win that money. So, But here I, I have a 26-15 game, Denver winning. Um, the spread is 41 and a half. I think it's going to be a, you know, 41 and then, um, Denver's favored by 10. I, I have the money by 11. So that's too close for me. Uh, so this is a game I'm just going to simply stay away from jumping to the next game. I have Miami at Las Vegas. Um, typically I would stay away from a game like this, um, with the injuries, uh, but Vegas has been playing super well, and they've proven to be able to beat good teams. Um, and this is at home, and Miami's out with their quarterback. So now Jacoby Brissett has been able to play with the first-team offense this week. So this is a game that has a little bit of risk to it because there's a lot of unknowns. Um, like how well Jacoby Brissett is going to play this this week, given the fact that he had the you know the first-team reps. Um, so... It's actually only a minus four spread for a Vegas team that I feel like has been playing super well, um, and, and a, a Dolphins team that it offense looks like it's the worst in the NFL. So uh, I'm going to stay away from the over under on this game. Um, I actually have it right at 44. The final score I have is 28 16. Um, so I would put a little money on Vegas here at the minus four. I think um, it, it looks like a Derek Carr is going to play. Josh Jacobs is back um, from injuries. So those are two huge components, obviously, for the Raiders. But they've proven even without Josh Jacobs, they can be um, solid teams. So I, I I think I would I would put a small amount of money this, this week on, on Vegas in the minus four. But not not much, and I want to put them in a parlay. I think, that, I think there's just too much unknown in this game to, to really invest too much in it. Next, let's jump to Washington at Buffalo. Uh, Washington's favored by uh, seven points. This has been dropping, uh, but I still would stay away from this game. Um, I know Washington is, you know, that Washington defense last year was really good. This year hasn't really shown it. Um, It doesn't mean that it's not there. I think it's still um, early in the season, and they're still trying to figure it out. And I think, you know, with the quarterback situation, it doesn't help that much. So I think this is a game where Washington's defense could come alive. Josh Allen hasn't played particularly well either as well. So um, I would just stay away from that. I still think Buffalo's going to win. Um, I have a 28-16 game, right? So that's right at the over-under 45-and-a-half. Um, I, I still think this Washington defense is good. So it's too big of a, a spread for me for a game where I think is going to be close, um, a defensive battle. So um, I think a seven is, like I said, too steep, staying away with that for a, a, team, a, a game that I think is going to be a little bit closer. So um, I think it's 28-16. It's a seven-point spread, so yeah, technically I have it. But to me, that's just too close for my comfort. I'm staying away from that game. Uh, Chicago-Cleveland, another game. Mm, man. Jarvis Landry's out. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he's playing, but he popped that shoulder in and out. I, he'll probably be okay. Um, right? Odell's probably going to play this game. How well? Don't know. You know, the whole Baker-Odell connection really hasn't been there ever since Odell went to Chicago, or to Cleveland. Excuse me. So, I'm not really sure there. And then on the other side of the ball, you got Chicago playing the rookie quarterback, Justin Fields. And anytime that happens... 
I feel like it could always be a trap game. So I would watch out here. Um, I have Cleveland winning, but I'm not going to pick in this game because I think there's a whole lot of possibilities that could happen. I'm, I think it could be a trap game here. I think I have Cleveland winning 28-17 in this game, but I'm staying away from it. There's seven and a half point favorites. 28-17 winning by 11. That's too close for me. Um, over-under is way too close. Uh, I, my over-unders are like spot on, it seems it's like. Me and Vegas agree on a lot. I have a couple here that I'll bet on, but I've been doing really well in my over-unders um, so far this season, so that's probably why. But I, this is a game I'm staying away from. Not only is do I agree with Vegas, there's a lot of unknown in this game because of the injuries and Justin Fields playing in Ohio. I just, I just think anything could happen. So I would stay away from Chicago-Cleveland game this weekend if I were you. Let's jump to Baltimore versus Detroit. Uh, this is, this game here, I'm taking the over and I'm taking the over very confidently. This is something, if you want to put a parlay together, throw this one in that parlay. Um, Detroit can put up points fast. They put up points fast versus, uh, San Francisco. They put up points fast in the first half of that Green Bay game. Kind of fell apart there in the second half. Um, but even though Detroit is not. A very good team talent wise they're at home here and um they have a lot of uh, i mean they play with a lot of passion and so i just think they you know they could put up points quickly if they wanted to in a short period of time and so and then baltimore you know they've proven to just be able to just pour on the points so um they poured on 36 points against uh kansas city um I know their defense isn't that good, but Detroit uh, has a worse defense than them. So I expect them to be in the mid-30s again this weekend. And so um, I, I, t- I think Detroit's going to put at least 20 points up on the board. Um, I mean, they have a decent offense, and so and it's at home. So they put 17 up at Green Bay. They put up, um, what, 32 to San Francisco at home. So... Uh, putting up at least 20 here, I don't think is a problem. So I'm very, very confident in them hitting this this 50 and a half over under. So I would throw this one at a parlay. Uh, stay away from the spread. I, it's a plus eight Detroit, just too high. It's at home. You're a home underdog with a plus eight. Uh, anything can happen. So stay away from that. Indiana, Tennessee, or Indianapolis at Tennessee, excuse me. Um, I know Indianapolis has some injury issues. Tennessee's favored by five and a half points. But Tennessee is one of the worst defenses in the league. Um, so I don't think it matters who's that quarterback there um, for Indianapolis. I have Tennessee winning 29-20. to 20. It's five and a half point favor Tennessee. I don't know. I don't like any, any of these teams. I think it's going to be um, just over the over-under. They have it at 47.5. I put it at 49. I think it would be more over if I knew... If I knew Indianapolis was a little bit more healthy, I might have a little bit more confidence in that. But because of that, I'm sticking low on the lower end of, of the over-under. Um, so once again, stay away from this game um, this weekend. Injuries and things, it's just it's unknown. Tennessee seems to be a, a very unpredictable team. Uh, but my final score is 29-20, Tennessee. Uh, but not anything confidently that I can bet on. Let's jump to the Chargers versus the Chiefs. So Kansas City against the spread hasn't been very good lately, um, and they they're a seven point favorite here. 
But I'm actually going to pick them to cover the seven points. One, it's a division game. They're both, and, and for the basically a division game where whoever loses this game is in last place in the division, no matter what, because both the Raiders and the Broncos are two and zero, and they're probably both going to be three and zero after this weekend. And one of these teams is going to be one and two, and the other one's going to be two and one. So Chargers and Chiefs, we thought we're going to kind of run away with this division, where now they're battling for last place so early in this season. Um, Chiefs getting embarrassed. Uh, maybe embarrassed is the wrong word. Ravens is are they're a good team, but just they had that game won and they blew it. I think they're going to come out with a vengeance and they're going to beat up on the Chargers. And they're going to go up against, obviously, Justin Herbert, who's still young. Very good, but still young. But mainly a rookie coach who hasn't yet faced Patrick Mahomes in this Kansas City offense. So I'm actually picking the minus seven, not because I don't think the Chargers are going to be able to score. Because the Chiefs defense is not very good. I just think the Chiefs are going to put up a ton of points. Because I, I just think they're going to come out with a vengeance. And um, this Chargers new head coach hasn't seen him yet. So um, I got a 38-23 game. So I would I would put some money on the Chiefs covering the seven. And I would put a little bit of money on the over here. So these aren't super confident bets I have in because it's such a big spread. Um, but I, I would put a little bit on the over and a little bit on Kansas City this weekend if I were you. Uh, New Orleans at New England. Um, this is one of my upsets I have. I have New Orleans beating them. I actually have them beating them by six points. And um, New England's favored by two and a half. So if I were you, pick the money line in this game. I want to put a whole lot of money on it. I'm I'm, a, I'm not super confident in it. If you just want to, if you want to put more money down, do the cover two and a half points. Um, the the spread and not the money line. But if you want that bigger payout, throw on the money line. Um, I I I'm taking the Saints Carolina game. I, I'm not looking at that super closely. Um, Carolina's proven to be probably the best defense in the league. This is going to be a super low scoring game. Uh, Vegas agrees. But I I can't get out of my mind what Saints did to the Packers. Um, and this New England team is. Um, it, it is a younger team, um, obviously at quarterback specifically. I just think Mac Jones is going to have a lot of fits this, this weekend, and New Orleans is going to score points not because of their offense, but because of their defense. Maybe they even throw in a defensive touchdown or just really give their offense really good field position. That's why I that's why I like the Saints in this game, not because Jameis is going to pull together you know eighty ninety yard drives. Um, for them, it's going to be, oh, we got the ball to, you know, 40 yard line. We just need 10 yards and kick a field goal. Um, that's what I see this game going. Um, it's going to be an ugly game. So I would, I would put some money down new Orleans saints on uh, the money line. If you want a little bit of bigger payout there. Um, but if you want to use the spread, you can and put a little bit more money on that. Uh, let's jump to the Falcons giants, uh, game. I'm staying away from, um, I, I just don't know about the Giants. I don't, both of these teams just seem so bad that I'm just going to say I have a 26-18 game, but um, uh, it's too close to the Vegas spreads. I'm staying away from uh, Falcons-Giants. Another game I'm staying away from is Bengals-Pittsburgh. Um, Bengals didn't look very good last week, uh, but week one they did. I don't know what they're going to look like against Pittsburgh, but they're not going. To, they may not have T.J. Watt. They may not have Ben Roethlisberger. So um, I have a twenty-four sixteen game Pittsburgh winning, but this one's so hard to predict. 
Um, I have, I don't know who's going to play. Pittsburgh's just uh, up and down. I mean, they beat Buffalo, and then they get killed by the Raiders, and now it seems like they've got a lot of injuries. So who knows? It's a division game. Those are a little harder to, to predict. So we're just staying away from that one this weekend. We have a lot of other good opportunities to bet on. Arizona at Jacksonville. Um, stay away from the spread. Seven and a half points. That's quite a bit. It's at Jacksonville. Um, you know, Arizona last week showed that, okay, maybe their defense isn't that good. Um, Jacksonville, they've been able to put up points. And so I, I I just don't think, I think a seven and a half is a little bit, a little bit steep for that. Um, so I'm staying away from that, but I'm going to look at the over under. I'm actually going to go with the under in this game. They have it at 51 and a half. Um, I would put a little money on the under in this game, which is kind of crazy to think. Um, with how good the Arizona offense is, but um, I it's at it's in Jacksonville. I'm not sure how Arizona is going to travel um, that far east, and um, I I just think it's it's just going to be a game that you know I think Arizona puts up 30, you know, but Jacksonville's going to struggle um, and not be able to put up as many points as they want. But at the end of the day, I just think it, it's not going to be a shootout and, and there's going to be some sloppiness and there's going to be some turnovers, um, in this game on both ends of the ball, actually. So, um, just watch out for this game. Um, I think a lot of people might be picking the over, but I'm, I'm actually going to put a little uh, just a little bit of money on the under. I'm not like full blown confident like I am in that Detroit game, but just, a, I put, I put a little money on, on Arizona and Jacksonville going under. All right, let's jump into some later games here. Um, I have a little bit more confidence in these games. Uh, Tampa Bay at Los Angeles. This, this has been all over the place. First, Los Angeles was favored, and then they were two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Now they're one-point underdogs. Regardless, Tampa Bay's winning this game 35-23. Uh, to 23. Uh, Watching Los Angeles against the Colts told me a lot. Um, I, I, I know Cooper Cup... Looks fantastic, that Matthew Stafford-Cooper Cup connection. Uh, but I think Tampa Bay finds an answer for that. And, and so I think Los Angeles struggles to score here. Um, I have that 23 points. I think they're going to have to really rely on running the ball, which I don't think they've really established that running game yet. So uh, I think they're gonna, we're going to see that weakness here. But Tampa Bay will, you know, they'll put up five touchdowns and, and look great. So I, I have a lot of confidence in Tampa Bay in the minus one here. It's basically just a pick em game. But... Uh, Tampa Bay minus the one. Uh, staying away from the over-under, I it's a 55.5. I have them scoring 58, so um, that's just too close for me. But, yeah, we Vegas and I agree there. Uh, Seattle, Minnesota, two, both the over-under and the spread. I'm very confident here. Uh, first off, Russell Wilson traveling east. Very, very, very successful quarterback. Minnesota, terrible defense, has allowed... A lot of points the last two weeks. Um, most recently, has allowed uh, thirty. Uh, what was it? Thirty-six or thirty-two points, or, or some, somewhere in there, to um, um, the Titans. So they barely beat the Titans last week. I'm sorry, to the Cardinals. Cardinals, Minnesota. Uh, they barely beat the Car- Cardinals. Barely beat Minnesota last week. Um, they just they allow a lot of points. Seattle out east. B- does a lot better. So I have Seattle putting up 
at least 30-some points. Minnesota offense, though, is really good, and Seattle defense is has weak points. So I see Minnesota putting up points. I actually see this game very, being very similar to that Arizona-Minnesota game last week. So I would put a, I, I would put a lot of a confident amount of money in the over-under here. At 55.5, I got this game at 38.26, so 64 points. So um, I, I think it's the over-under is, is going to be well over. And the spread... Um, I have, it's a, you know, Minnesota's only 1.5 point favorites, man. So I have uh, Seahawks winning um, by 12. So this is a game I'm very confident in. Um, I would, I might put one or both of these in a parlay if I were you, um, especially the 1.5 um, spread. That that seems really, really low um, for uh, a Minnesota team that's really struggled and a, a Seattle team that, um, I know they lost in overtime at home, but um, they'll figure out. I think they will do a better job figuring out what they did wrong. And um, and then, like I said, Russell Wilson out east does really well. All right, two more games here. Green Bay at San Francisco. Um, I would only bet on the over-under here. Um, actually going on the under, uh, it's at a 50. I think this is a low-scoring game. San Francisco defense is really, really good. Um, and we're... Green Bay is going out west. This is a San Francisco opener. So San Francisco just plays conservative a lot. It takes care of the ball, short passes. So time of possession is going to be on their side. So I just that's what another reason why I don't think a lot of um, points are going to be scored here. So um, I'm going to stay with it away from the spread. Uh, San Francisco's favored by three. I have the winning by eight. Um, yes, that's a little too close for me, at least right now. Uh, maybe later I would pick that, but I like the I like the under um, in this game, so that's I would bet a little bit of money on that. And finally, Philadelphia at Dallas um, Monday Night Football game. Dallas favored by three. Put a little money on them. Um, I think Philadelphia kind of really showed us who they really were in Week Two, Week One. They played Atlanta. Let's give us a break. That might be the worst team in the league. Uh, so Philadelphia last week, I think. Putting up only 11 points to San Francisco, I think really showed to us kind of what that offense really is and what they struggle with. And Dallas defense maybe isn't as good as San Francisco, so probably put up a little bit more points. But Dallas offense versus that Philadelphia defense, I think it was going to put up some points. So I have this game being 30-19, to so pick that minus three Dallas. That will wrap this up. So I hope this was very beneficial to you. So take a, um, you know, if you have to rewind it, go for it. But like, these are the, my picks this weekend. And and my picks have so far been very, very successful this year. And so if you, you can see my percent winnings uh, on my post that I made uh, yesterday on our Facebook page with my Nate's 8 picks. So um, my Nate's 8 is included in this. And um I wish you the best of luck, and uh, I, I hope you're able to, to, if you can sports bet, to make a little money, and I hope you use my picks. Um, with all that being said, Nick and Nate will see you next Friday with our normal episode. Have a great NFL Sunday.